Welcome to Tice Talks, where we talk all things faith and family. And today, we have asked just one of the most special people to come be on Tice Talks, but she couldn't make it. And so she told us her husband could come instead. And so today, we have with us Dr. David Young. He is the evangelist, Dr. David Young, and we are so happy that you could make wow. it, although we could not have your wife here wow. today. Well, that I did not know that was going to be the introduction, You're but really it's proud. true. You're we, really proud of this, aren't you? We really, we really wanted to have Beth Lee, but for some reason he left her at home. I think it's sometimes he leaves her at home. He doesn't like to be out showing That's right. That, that, that's the bit. situation. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's amazing. Actually, we are really thrilled to have Dave Young with us. He has been used of God in so many ways. How long have we known each other? I think I met you back when you were in your late 40s, uh, 30 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) This is a man who's sitting across from me with gray beard. He could actually, he's, I think this this Christmas he's going to be posing as Santa Claus. I actually got tired. Of, I just got tired of looking young. Is that right? So I, 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 I dyed my hair. You dyed your hair gray. Well, <laughs> well, it's good to have. I we have known each other since you were at least twenty-two. Yes, sir. So that would be a long time ago. Almost 22, thirty years. Thirty years. Yeah. We've we've uh, we've known each other. He, you came first as a what? As a, a rep for yeah. Bethany and I were working for Pensacola Christian. Is that right? We brought a quartet to sing at your church. Yeah. And we had, uh, I think, a lunch or dinner together with your family. And then the following year, we had you back. You were traveling in full-time evangelism. Mm-hmm. Or pretty close thereafter, a yeah. couple of years or something. Yeah, like I, th- I think it was like the next year. And uh, so we've got to we've got to watch you, and we've wa- got to watch your family grow up. We, we have actually babysat four of your kids, what, like uh, yes, how many years did. ago? Yes, you did, and, and they that? actually came out good. That's so. right. <laughs> They survived. We survived. Yes, you did. I can remember the time you were here and we went to, and and uh, Beth Lee was pregnant. Yeah, that was with our first baby. Okay. And Abby was, uh, you know, Beth Lee was carrying Abby and we went to the Hoover Dam and we walked and walked and walked and she went into premature labor. Yep. And we like rushing across town to <laughs> yes, get to we the were. hospital and uh, and then we got there and they said false alarm. False alarm. False uh, alarm. Which was great for me because I was very happy that that yep. was a false alarm. So. Well, yeah, so we've had some r- wonderful times together, we have. and uh, it's been great. So you've been traveling in evangelism then for 30 years. Pretty close to it. Or yes, 29 sir. years. 29 years. And where are you located? Milton, Florida. Milton, home. Florida. That's uh, in the Panhandle, closer to Pensacola. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. And you have how many children? I have five amazing, wonderful, incredible children. Let's talk about them. Tell them. Uh, Abby is married to David. They're on staff at West Coast Baptist College. Josh is married to Bethany, and they're on staff at Camarillo, let's see, Horizon Baptist in Camarillo, California. Uh, my son Matthew is married to Kareth. They're on staff at New Life Baptist Church in Odenville, Alabama. Jacob And that, is, they're, the, they're the rednecks. They're, the, they're, they're gonna a be, redneck. They're yeah, going to be producing yeah. rednecks. They are, because they're in Alabama. <laughs> and he's got, <laughs> he's and, got uh, that accent. That's exactly right. That's good. And I feel like I've gone home because I'm a Tennessean by birth. Okay. But uh, Jacob is uh, 20. Uh, let's see. He's uh, not quite. He's 19. Just turned 19. And he's going to be a sophomore this fall at West Coast. He's studying for ministry. 
wants to be a youth pastor, maybe himself or children's pastor. So if you've got if you've got a a nineteen year old daughter, you want to send, <laughs> but he's already got a love interest. Actually, he does have an interest, and uh, so they are. We we you know we have friends that don't believe in dating, and and then we have friends that aren't sure about courting. So we combine the two, dating and courting. So our kids dort. You're dort. And, <laughs> They're uh, dorting. So, <laughs> That sounds terrible, but we joke about it as a family. But Jacob is studying for ministry, and then we have uh, Charity will be a freshman in high school. Uh, this, and so she still travels with us. Oh, that's and right. She's still homeschooled, and and uh, so of course there's no interest there because our kids can't date till they go to college, and then only with parental supervision and agreement. Oh, that's great. That's great. We did the same thing, and uh, I, I tell people if you're looking for someone to speak at a family conference. Uh, that uh, Dr. Dave Young and his wife, Bethley, she really is a jewel, uh, would be an excellent, excellent team to have at a at a Family Life conference. We've had him here for Family Life conferences. He's filled the pulpit for me several times when I'm in out of town. And uh, he is uh, just tremendous, tremendous. And again, the family is evident. Uh, they all love the Lord. And they're all wanting to serve the Lord, and uh, we're wa- we're waiting to see what how charity turns. We're out. waiting on charity. You said she's quite a such quite a firecracker. She is, and but she does love the Lord, and she's growing in the Lord. Even while I'm here with you today, she's she's serving in our church, and uh, she she participates heavily at church. She's part of the the, the teen services. She sings in the teen services, and. And it just, uh, she does help with our children's revival during our revival campaigns. Oh, that's great. So she's very involved and loves the Lord and is growing in the Lord. And we still got work to do, but we're doing it. <laughs> so how, now you were telling me some story about her today, something she was teasing you about. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, recently I was preaching and I, I misspoke. I got distracted in a sermon and I was supposed to be quoting the Lord's Prayer. And I said, as you, I said, you all know the Lord's Prayer, but then I quoted uh, Psalm 23. So I said, you know the Lord's Prayer. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Well, Charity is the first one, and, and my wife too. They laughed out loud because I <laughs> quoted the 23rd Psalm instead of the Lord's Prayer. Well, then the church laughed at me too. But then Charity, like often in devotions, if I call on her to pray, she'll say, I'll just pray the Lord's Prayer. And then she quotes the 23rd Psalm. <laughs> so she's milked that one for all it's worth. So you, you have fun when your whole family gets together. Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I our love family it. verse is serve the Lord with gladness. That's good. That's wonderful. Yeah. You know, we've, we, uh, people ask me, what's the key to raising children? And I, I've, if I was to say one key thing, people would say, well, is it praying? Is it what? I would say the one key thing that helped our children want to serve the Lord was the fact that we had fun together. That the Christian life wasn't something we endured. It was something that we enjoyed. And I got that actually from a, from a, uh, a podcast. I don't think it was a podcast. It was a an interview, a Facebook yeah, interview. We used to call them broadcasts in our day. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that was years ago when I was just a child. Yes. And so, uh, they, but uh, but my, all my children were being interviewed, and uh, they every t- I listened to this thing. It was an hour and a half show, and I listened to them talk, and I thought, huh. The one thing each one of them talked about was fun, fun, fun fun, that we did fun things together and we enjoyed life together so that it wasn't, the Christian life wasn't something to run from and ministry wasn't something to run, to run from. It was something they enjoyed. I was talking to Jake this afternoon 
uh, your that's your third fourth fourth, fourth child son. third son. Okay, so he he said, uh, I said, um, well, what do you want to do with your life? And he said, oh, I want to go in ministry. I've always enjoyed ministry, which is the right thought. I mean, that, that's it. I've always enjoyed ministry. He didn't say. Uh, I want to get into ministry like it's a job. It's what we do as a family. And you've, you've sort of done that with your family. You've got Yeah, we, we worked at that. That was important to us. And, and really, uh, I remember a quote somewhere along the way I read that nobody rebels against that which they love. So we wanted our kids to love the Bible and love God and love each other and just love serving him. But I've added one more to that quote. I also think it's true that nobody re- rebels against that which they enjoy. And, and you know, life is hard. And when you're in the ministry, life is hard. There's just tough times. And you mean you've had hard times in ministry? A few, you know, a few. A broken down uh, uh, motorhomes? Motorhomes, uh, uh, <laughs> pastors. Uh, <laughs> pastors can be difficult, can't they? And, but, you know, honestly, though, uh, are there issues in life when, it's, when things are a little hard or things are a little difficult? Sure. But what we wanted to do with our kids is just show them that we're serving the Lord and we're enjoying it. So even even in the times when they were hard, to try to laugh afterwards, yes, to look back and say, you know what, I can't believe we did that. I can't believe that happened. I can't believe they said that. To laugh is always huge. Yeah. And uh, so we just tried to enjoy life. And our kids all grew up uh, loving what we did and enjoying it. And, and Bethley was a real key to that. My wife... You know, we lived in an RV for full-time for 16 years. That's amazing. And five kids. And and Bethley just determined that, you know what, I would rather be together as a family than you traveling and me home with the kids. Yeah. And so let's just go on the road and make it work. You know, we had to, uh, you know, everything had to be essential. What will you wear on Monday? You're going to wear next Monday, too. Mm. So we planned out the outfits, the clothes, the meals, and just had a blast doing it. And one of the things we learned from you was the importance of playing with the kids and taking time off. And uh, you kind of got on to me, I don't know if you remember this or not, several years ago when my kids were younger about being, that I was too busy. And you had gotten on to me about, you know, God took a day off, why don't you? And, and the Lord really convicted our heart about it. And so it was one of those things where we just, Beth and I sat down and said, you know what, life is busy, we travel miles, so what could we do to where we can have just fun? And so we homeschool and travel. So we decided to move homeschool till Saturday. We're traveling anyway. Might as well do your work in the car. We started taking every Friday off as a, and, and Bethany even named it. She's really big about that kind of stuff. And, and so the young family, fun family Fridays began. Exactly. And it really was because of a conversation that I had with you in your office. And we started doing the fun family Friday. And it was one of the greatest things our family ever did. And wherever we were, if we were, you know, near the water, Fun Family Friday could mean we're going to go lay on the beach and swim in the water. Yeah. Or it could mean we're going to go to the local park and hike. Or it could mean we're going to go blow a bunch of money at Starbucks and just sit on the Starbucks porch and laugh. Yeah. And it might mean we're going to watch a, a, a movie. But every Friday became some event that was Fun Family Friday. And we looked forward. Bethley did more of the planning of that than I did. But but she and I would plan those days, and the kids looked forward to them. It was time with Daddy. It was time off. And, and yet it was never, uh, oh, my goodness, isn't life hard? We didn't look at it that way. It wasn't like, you know, things are so hard, we're going to take the day off. Everything was just great. We were in this great. We get to serve the Lord on Monday, and we get to take Fridays off. Yeah. And so our kids just loved it. 
Well, that's but, great. Uh, I, we did that on Mondays. We just uh, I tell people when I was out door knocking on Saturday or when I went out visiting on Saturday, I would be thinking, what am I going to do that's fun on Monday? What are we going to do that's fun on Monday? What are we doing? And, and uh, the kids will look forward to it. In fact, the kids called it Our Day Off. Our day off. Our day. Yeah, Our that day awesome? off. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so that was, it was yeah. what we did. I love did. that. I love that. And, and that's, that, I think that's the way it is. If, if your children enjoy, and if it's not enduring, then you, you're right. I think they're going, sure. to, they're going to want to be part of that. And I think we need to teach. I think especially if, you're a, if you are a parent, a pastor's or a pastor's wife, you need to focus on that. That needs to be a number one thing in your life. People ask me this. They said, oh, don't you think pastoring is a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week job? And my response always is yes. And one day of those weeks, uh, one day of the week, I just focus on pastoring my family. Mm-hmm. And pastoring my family could be playing horsey on the on, on the ground or going to Disneyland or uh, some other controversial sure. thing. Of course, we wouldn't go to Disneyland <laughs> right now. We'll wait for uh, six months till the controversy all, all dies down. <laughs> I, remember, I remember, I can't remember, way, way back when, when the Southern Baptists decided to boycott Disney sure. first, and they did that for five or six years, and we did it for four years, and then I remembered I wasn't a Southern Baptist. I could go ahead and do whatever I wanted to. I'm independent. <laughs> Why am I boycotting? We're not Southern Baptists. That is awesome. So anyway, great time. So you did that as a family growing up. And now your kids grow up. They move out of the house. And uh, so how, how, how long has, is it, it's Abby that's been married the longest, right? Mm-hmm. She's the oldest. So, so she's been married four or five years. Actually, she'll be married three years this summer. Three years And Josh, summer. three years. Josh got married first. Oh, okay. He got married two weeks before his sister. Oh, his, oh I and, remember uh, that. Yeah. I remember getting two. In two different states. And I'm so, thinking, wait a minute, yeah. this is confusing to me. It was confusing. Yes. Yeah, so. For us too. <laughs> but, uh, so Josh and uh, Abby both will be celebrating their third year anniversary this summer. Okay. And Matthew, it'll be one year. Okay. Yeah. So I'll say so. So let's talk about the transition because there's always a transition. People ask me all the time. They say, "What's it like to have an empty nest?" And I answer, "I don't know what it's like to have an empty nest because grandkids are over there all the time. Sure. I would like to experience it, uh, but my children and my grandchildren won't allow me to experience the empty nest, and that's okay with." With their with their grandmother, I sure. I, I look, was looking forward to the time that I could chase their grandmother around the house without being bothered. Oh, but yeah. I um, can but see that. but <laughs> but there, but my grandkids were last night. We had uh, charity. You and, and Neil and uh, and, and all the all the four kids came over and we watched. What's that new movie? Some family movie night. It's a treasure hunting movie. A uh, treasure hunting movie. Yeah. Well, what's the name of it? Because it was a good. It was a good. You can't watch it. By the way, we you have you you mentioned watching movies. Uh, you watch movies. Do you have ClearPlay? Are you familiar with ClearPlay? We use VidAngel and ClearPlay. Wonderful, yeah. wonderful tools. You can watch Very, action movies. Yeah. And it cuts out all the bad words and all the you know all the bad. And scenes. we had to teach our children to to always say that. Yes, we watched this movie on ClearPlay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you watched what? Yeah, well, we watched yes. it on ClearPlay. What's ClearPlay? And then you get to sell ClearPlay. Yes, and we right. could advance the Mormon cause. Yes, we can. <laughs> that's, where at least right. at least where they're right, we agree with that's them. That's right. <laughs> 
So, so anyway, we watched that movie. I wish he I could went remember. Over to your house, I, I wish, forget what it was. Un- Uncharted. Uncharted. Un- Unchar- un- un- something. Un- yeah, something. Uncharted. It, it's got the guy the that new played Spider Man. Yeah, the, got this the Spider Man. Paid kid. ad from Spider Man or Marvel. It, yeah, if you like, if you like treasure hunting movies like National Treasure and or. Indiana Jones, that type of thing. It's a great movie, but again, on you, clear play, on, on clear, clear play, play. Yeah. or uh, yeah. And so we watched that together. Just had a good time together. Yeah, it was fun. Just fun. So there's a difference, though. Once you transition, your kids transition out of your house, mm-hmm. and they're on their own. Tell us a, uh, what's it like, and and I know I know that you are very hyper protective, just like we were of our children until they get married, and then. The, and then your position changes. What do you think about that? Well, uh, first of all, uh, Bethley and I worked on our relationship first, knowing that there would come a day that our kids would be gone. And so we knew, we trained our kids to go. So our, our plan is to train you to be married. And if God doesn't want you to be married, we're still training you to be on your own serving the Lord. Oh, that was our goal. That's great. And so we spent many years training. You know, that involves training how to work, how to handle budgets, how to... But the goal in our children's mind is mom and dad are training us to live a life on our own, either single or married. And and we worked on our marriage knowing that when that day came, we could celebrate, isn't this great? Now, here we are. We've always been best friends, and now we get all the time for each other. Yeah. So we celebrated that part. We never had this idea that so many people have that, oh, my goodness, what are we going to do? I can't believe my kids are going to leave, and can we survive without my kids? No, we trained our kids to grow up and enjoy life on their own. And, and when that happened, uh, we were thrilled. I was always thrilled when God brought the right one along for our children to marry. First of all, we celebrated that. Now, did you help? Um, did did you help pick your children? Well, I allowed my children. Uh, I allowed my children to begin dating in college, and you didn't. When, they didn't date in high school. They did not. Okay, you're friends with everybody. Yeah, uh, we just thought you know you're emotionally not quite ready for uh, an exclusive relationship, and and you're really not, uh, ma- you know, in, in a maturity level quite ready for that either because you're not ready to be married so no reason to play the dating game until you're at least reaching the level to where i'm i'm i feel like i'm getting to the place where i'm starting to be ready to be married now let me let me clarify with that if there if there was a youth activity and they had a valentine's bank oh yeah now things like that a a an organized social event to where they they were with a person of the opposite gender uh, well, we were okay with that, but not an exclusive, you know, that's my boyfriend, that's my girlfriend, and 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 no other guy, no other girl. We just didn't do that in high school. Okay, good. And we had many conversations with the kids about that. We always were happy that my sons like girls. Yeah, that's so good. if my sons yeah. are like, oh, my word, this church has a lot of pretty girls, you know, I never reacted to that. Yeah, that's great. Isn't that great? They like girls. We just thought that was awesome. That's and, good. That's and, good. And we tease about it and joke about it in the family, but we know that there's not a dating. But then when they start dating, like when Abigail I was, met David. I got to tell you this. I was driving down the road one day. And the boys are gone. They're in college now. And I'm driving down the road. And I have my three girls in the back seat. And one of them pops up and says, did you see that guy? And the other one says, yeah, he was gorgeous. And I thought, what? Some guy's gorgeous? What are you talking about? When can guys, why are guys gorgeous? How did that happen? Anyway, oh, go ahead. So, so anyway, when David, you know, when David came into our life, I, I, as soon as we found out that our child is interested in someone, then we get to know them. 
And there's two things we want to do. We want to get to know them and we want to get to know their family. And, and that has just been an incredible thing for us, developing uh, Abby's uh, married to David and David's family are friends of ours. And Josh is married to Bethany and Bethany's family are friends of ours. And Matt's you know, in-laws, the Mondays, are friends of ours. And we talk to each other. We correspond. We, we're, we're both celebrating the fact that our adult children, and we don't pressure our adult children when, when it's time for them to, to get married we have long talks about, you know, are you ready? Are you thinking? Are you clear on this? Are you, you know, are there any red flags? Have you have you examined them in real life situations? Like what's what's he like when he's driving in traffic? What's she like when she's, you know, around her parents? You know, how do they handle it when they're tired and, and not feeling well? So you, you got to get to know them in real life situations. And but when the time came to say I do, we celebrated that and we were happy. Go. You're on your own, yeah. and, and if we can help you, we're always available. I would do anything for my children, but we totally respect their autonomy. And Bethany and I don't look at it as, oh, my goodness, we're empty nesters. We look at it as, isn't this great? Our kids are doing everything we train them to do, and they're serving the Lord, and we're thrilled about this, and now we get to serve the Lord and ourselves. You got, you, got a, you got this newfound freedom, isn't and it? And it's just it's, incredible. It's, it is wonderful. And, and it, it's busy because, you know, having kids. My kids are in California and Alabama, two in California, one in Alabama, and that's a big difference. And so, you know, going to see them takes more effort. and they're, But we don't pressure them. Like I told my son the other day, he was like, hey, Dad, you know, we spent Christmas last year with, you know, the in-laws. We're thinking maybe, and I said, look, you, you do what you and your wife want to do. We just want you to come see us. If you can come see us on Christmas, Mom and I are happy about that. If you can't, Mom and I are going to celebrate Christmas and have a good time anyway. But we want you to come. We don't want to pressure you. We want you to come. We want you to enjoy being an adult. We're for you. We'll do anything for you. But uh, just having that, that peace about it. Bethany and I love this part That's of our great. lives. That's we just great. love it. You know, when when our kids started getting married, Joshua got married first, then Matthew a year later. Uh, when they started getting married, we decided that we were going to change our Christmas day. Our Christmas day is I January, remember you guys January about that. 1st. We do we do it on January 1st, and that way we our none of our kids are pressured to be with us at Christmas. That's really good. And uh, so, but but there is pressure. I uh, very seldom do we put any pressure on. Them. There is pressure for them to be with us on January first. So you make that your big deal. So that's the big yeah. deal, and that's when we open presents, and that's when we do that's when we do our thing. So that's, I love it. They don't give pressure. They send a text or an email and says, "No one has to come." But this is the day that we are going to be doing this for Christmas. Again, no one, and they end it with, no one has to come. But we want everyone to be there. And but if, if you don't come, you will be written out of the will. <laughs> and of course, there's nothing to give you anyway, right. but nonetheless. And you, you get, and you get no presents. I'm eating your presents or, or selling your presents. They offer to pay for plane tickets. They, they do everything yeah. they can to encourage to come. And it's always so much and fun. And, you know, I would say two things, really, to sum it all up. Number one, you that are training children, train them to leave and train them to be married so that that is a positive thing. Mm-hmm. And I would say to you, secondly, when they're grown and married, enjoy life together without them. Beth and I loved it before we had children. We had, it was wonderful. We loved it when we had children, and now that we're at the end of where our children are, they're still my children. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we've separated raising children into, into sayings that I actually got from several different authors. But when they're, they're younger, we call it, we're training them to give me your attention. We're training obedience. Then we're training them to give me your heart because we're training them in truth. And then in their teen years, 20 years, teen years, it's uh, give me your hand because I want to disciple you and prepare you to be an adult. Hmm. 
But now I'm at this age where my kids are in their 20s and they're married. It's a different give me. Now it's give me your friendship. Yeah. So wow. my kids are grown, but my sons are my friends now. Yeah. My daughter's my friend. We are friends with our adult children. I'm still dad. They still call me dad. Yeah. And they, they kind of, I think it's a little bit of a joke, but sometimes they'll call me daddy, daddy. You know, and yet that's something special about that. That friendship stage is an incredible thing. And that's where we are. I'm raising one, helping one through college and working with him, still discipling him. But three of mine were at the friendship stage. And really my college kids, we're friends now. He's, I, he's my friend. I think the key is setting them free to live. And then and when they're free and you've raised them right, then they want to be with you sure. and they, they, they want to enjoy life. Yes. Well, this has been great. Great having you. I think this is going to now, give some insight. you have a podcast. I personally listen to it, and I love it. Um, can you tell our listeners what the name of the podcast is yes. and where they can find you? Uh, my last name is Young, and so my wife and I started keepingityoungpodcast.com. And uh, we started the Keeping It Young podcast 105 weeks ago. And uh, we so we're, a weekly uh, we drop a weekly mm-hmm. Monday morning podcast and we call it conversations about marriage, family and ministry life right now. Actually, uh, we're in the middle of one. We're actually just getting it started. We've recorded four episodes and it'll be released here very shortly. But we're going to be doing uh, I think it's a five or six part series on uh, advice for singles. Oh. And uh, so we've put a lot of work into this, but we have a ton of singles that listen oh. to our marriage podcast. That'll be so, so helpful because we're, we're really excited. We've been working on this singles. one hard. So well, keeping good. it young podcast. Now, um, Brother Dave is a evangelist. So to book you and Bethley to come, where would they need to go? What is the website or how do they get in Evangelistdaveyoung.com has a contact site and usually the, the best ways to send us a note from the contact site. And we are booked uh, about two years in advance, maybe two and a half years usually. But cancel, there's all kinds of cancellations here and there and things of that sort. So feel free to reach out if we can all serve right. you or help you. Well, thank you so much for being here today. And i just joking. We are so thankful that you're here. But I would have loved to have Bethley <laughs> sitting here with me. Um, we actually all still call my dad, dad, except Heather. She loves to call him Dave. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her and, her and Brianna get together and say, well, Dave. <laughs> That's awesome. And I have no response. Those I are love the it. sister-in-laws. I love it. So thank you for joining us. This is Tice Talks. And it's more than a conversation. <laughs>